Okay, well hello and welcome to the Notorious Podcast, Me Against the World. Uh, it's 2019, Happy New Year everyone. Happy Gaz year. and I promised you more regular pods and we are going to stick to our promise, so we are going to continue as we mean to go on. Um, so this is the first of many this year and we're going to have some specials, some other albums that aren't hip-hop um, and some yeah classic hip-hop albums as always. Um, Gaz, how are you mate? Good Christmas? Very well, yeah good mate, thank you. Good, what, same old shit presents. What, what was your shittiest present? Um, pair of socks probably. Socks is with, bad. Um, with little like marching soldiers on them, it's a bit weird. That is a bit weird. Sure. Uh, I had a shocker. I got given um a llama inside a snow globe. Why is a llama <laughs> a snow globe, John? Because that's the shittest gift my family <laughs> probably. And we're like, oh, you'll like this. It's a bag of shit. Um, also, my grand bought me a little bee that you can like drill a little thing into the wall and like just put it on the outside of your house. I know exactly what ones you mean. Imagine receiving that. Imagine going Merry Christmas. Is a little bee you can stick on your house. But it's okay though. Broke through your house. Yeah, it's okay though because my girlfriend got the matching ladybird, so it makes sense. Um, so that's good. We are also joined by two very special guests. Um, Vice Pete is back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you say, mate? You good? Oh yeah, I'm good, man. Good. Happy New Year to all. Any shit presents for Christmas? Um, or any it good would ones? Be right. So. Worst present, standardly, every year, without fail, for 34 years, I've had a Cadbury selection box um, given to me by my parents, and <laughs> this year, <laughs> it is literally the point of, I can now identify with the sugar tax and everything, because everything's much smaller, oh, like okay. the bars aren't the same size bars no, anymore, no, fudge bar ain't the same size fudge Yeah, anymore. but they're still charging, no. they're charging you more for it. If anything, yeah. We're getting mugged so off. It's got 10p in. Yeah. And I can't eat chocolate anyway, so. Oh man, yeah. that is brutal. <laughs> Mad. That 34 is... years is yeah. taken to work. <laughs> <laughs> to work well, no, like, oh. build up lactose problem oh, all sorts I'm breaking down as I get older but yeah I can't yeah. Eat man's on a lactose hype um, we are also joined by the other half of the Shed Beats crew Coops is in the building yeah what's up people how you doing mate you good yeah man all good man any good. shit presents I did have to have presents first mate <laughs> <laughs> no I did I've got, I got, I got a few little things but I can't really say anything with shit Okay, well that's good. I didn't, that's, get, I didn't get enough to be able to. That's positive. Well, that's kind of a positive. I, I kind of feel bad now for asking. That's all, man. Um, I'm, I'm used to it, man. If you want me, I can give you a, a nice little ladybird a thing. You can put it on the edge of your house. It's <laughs> no, really I mean, nice. I put, it, I put it outside the studio. Yeah, man. and yeah, if man. you're in the market for a llama snow globe, let me know. <laughs> it's yours for the price of zero pounds. Um, okay, Just so look, postage. So look, Vice P's obviously been uh, been up in the building before, so he's um, he's had these questions asked to him. But I need to ask you, Coops, a couple of questions because first time on the show um so we're going to start off this is the same questions we ask everybody um you can only have one album to listen to forever oh, oh what album are you picking God, you got me there um album so this this is a hard, hard yeah hard think about question. it so you're basically you're on a desert island yeah you're on a desert island and there's nothing to listen to just this one album It'd have to be a hip hop album. No, it could be anything you like, mate. Um, Absolutely anything you like. It would have to be a hip hop album because it could be like a Michael Jackson or something. Mate, someone, yeah, yeah. someone said about what. compilations, which I Ooh, thought was pretty smart. Because then you got like a mixture of stuff. I'll tell you what, I'd take, yeah, and this is only because of the variation, because you just said about compilations. Yeah, now for I realise it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realise this selection would be actually, would encompass a lot of things. For now, I will say. Death Row Greatest Hits. Boom. Wow. Oh, wow. Damn. Death Row Greatest Hits it is. Okay. Um, and then the second question that we always ask is, uh, pitch yourself, you're a boxer, you're going for a world title fight, mm. what is your boxing entrance music? Okay. Again, any genre, anything you like. 
Um, yeah, man. Uh, so again, I'll probably be influenced by my early, like what I liked early on. Um, I've always thought ambitions as a rider is a really good yeah. walking yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. deny. Yeah, I know it's, it's kind of cliche-ish <laughs> now because I think a lot of people have done that. Mm. Yeah, but, that. but then it is a good track for that. It is. But maybe it's because it's just yeah, it's just it a just fucking tune. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, track. that's good. Mike Tyson walked into it, didn't he? Did he on that? The, probably that night, maybe. Oh, interesting. Oh, nah. yeah. I'm gonna have to Google that. Yeah. yeah, or on another night at least. But yeah. Okay, yeah, so good, 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 solid selections. I think now. I'm sure we can all agree with that <laughs> one. Um, okay, so when we were planning what episode to do first for for January. Um, we we've been planning an episode for a little while, haven't we boys? And I was th- I was thinking to myself, right, what we're we gonna do? So I just threw it at you guys, and I was like, what do you fancy doing? And Coops, you were like, look, we need to do a two pack album, and I was like, okay, I'm on board. Um, and there was a little bit of thought process of like which one we we've gone for, but um, you decided against me against the world. So hmm. did you? What was your thought process for for picking that album as the the first two pack album that we're doing? Okay, because um, for me that that album is a really like a pivotal point in his career. Yeah. Um, it's like so his first two albums before that were more kind of um he sounded like a like a, more of a like an educated young man yeah, in yeah. the first two albums I'm not saying that he didn't sound educated or whatever later but he became more kind of gangster yeah as he progressed yeah and that there that album I'd say is where you get the literal half and half of it yeah it's a great shout yeah John yeah. Zane it's yeah, just that's a, a pivotal great point and then you see after that he goes full gangster yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I'm transition is there. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's okay. that's a that album's the one where it's a bit of both. I think. Yeah, that's a really good shot. I hadn't mm. really thought about it like that because I, I kind of thought about it more from like a career point of view in terms of like after that album, like where he goes, like in terms of you know the label he signs for and, and mm-hmm. things like start changing his life. But musically, you're right. Like it's a it's quite a a line in the sand moment mm. where he's like transforms himself from like just being more conscious to like more gangster and there's like yeah. a blend between the two that kind of fits really well I mean if, if if you listen to those first two albums then he does still have that that bit of consciousness. like con- that, no no not a consciousness that bit of gangster yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. in those albums yeah you can that they still there he's still got an attitude he's still a bit you know like got not a lot of love for the police or whatever yeah, yeah. and like, he doesn't necessarily like it doesn't overpower the other side, the conscious side, okay, on yeah. those albums, whereas it does after that. It also make you think how true it is. Like, there's no way that any of those albums can be false in any way because it's so rich and true to his character, isn't it? Yeah, that what the first two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think that's true, and I think also we were kind of talking before we started recording about how like artists, especially in like hip hop, you can be kind of a street reporter type, or you you're experiencing it life firsthand. Like I know like Fat Joe, for example, was like a proper drug dealer. Like he right. was really well known and quite feared. And then he started rapping about his life. Okay. And a lot of other artists talk about it from like a second kind of hand view. Yeah. And I think like what you're saying about Tupac was obviously like you know his, his parents were Black Panthers and he grew up with like kind of politicised views on stuff yeah. and so he's like more conscious but as mm. he then starts being impacted in what's happening in the streets and around him yeah. he then yeah. brings that life together and yeah. it starts yeah. like coming through on his music so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's really interesting so uh, I only recently saw the Tupac movie yeah. uh, All Eyes On Me uh, everyone seen it? no uh, I've only seen bits of it I haven't seen it you've seen it, seen it. Yeah. What, did you, what did you think of it? because I, I um, 
to be honest, like I'm much more East Coast than West Coast, like I said yeah. in the pod a few times. Um, obviously, like it was a bit of both, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, right. And that that was an interesting yeah. thing that I kind of knew a little bit about, but I didn't yeah. really realize how much love he had for New York and that he always kind of kept that in his heart. And even on this album, there's the track Old School, um, which is basically oh, about yeah. like yeah, yeah. where it starts, and he yeah. talks about his influences in in hip hop from New York, which is amazing. But yeah, I really liked the movie. I learned a lot from it, and I mm-hmm. thought it was good. What were your kind of views on on the on the film? And I thought it was um, thought it was good. Um, it was. Uh, it just it probably wasn't how I expected it to be, but then you know when you've had a, an idea in your head on how something can be for ages, and yeah, then, yeah, it just. But wasn't his mum a big influence in directing that film, or is that, have I just made that yeah, up? Yeah, I think, I think got, she was. From her point of view, did did she really know what, what be? her son done? Yeah, was that from her? Do you know what I mean? So is there sort of yeah. a jaded view? Sometimes, I imagine so. they got they got they got um, references from, from everyone and, yeah, and accounts yeah, and stuff, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, I see what you mean, though, man. I think um, she probably would have had to while she was about because I think she died before it came out, and yeah, just before, but she had some something to do with the production yeah. up until that point. What I will say is, for, I haven't seen the film, but one bit I have seen is the scene where he's filming above the room. Yeah, nails it. Because I've seen him obviously, and yeah. then yeah, so the actor played him. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, picked yeah, the right yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I now will watch it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It was one of them I was just like on a flight and I was like, I need something to watch. And I've been putting it off and I was like, I'm gonna, just going to watch this movie with kind of like no expectation. I really enjoyed it. it was and lot... they casted it well. Yeah, I do. Although we watched that um, Unsolved, Big yeah, Man yeah, 2 yeah, pack yeah. film. Two, yeah, that and the guy that who plays Pack in that, I thought was amazing. Okay. Like, Not the same person? No, no. two different actors, which are yeah. weird because they use the same shoe. Yeah, they use the same. Yeah. Oh, they use the same shoe. But they don't use the same Tupac, yeah. Wow, okay. Which is I weird. I can't, I, I can't actually remember um, who played it now. Yeah. I watched that and solved it. Yeah, I think that the guy who plays him in both, performance-wise, does a good job. I just think the guy in Unsolved looks more like him. Right, okay. But um, I thought they were both, their performances were both really, mm. really good. But um, Okay, so we do on every podcast what we call Murder Statistics, where I give you a bit of detail and facts and stats about the album that we're talking about. So we're going to have that come up shortly. And then also, uh, make sure you listen to the end of the episode, because we've got loads of listener questions this week. Um, some absolute belters about Tupac, his career, and also some fucking weird shit as well. So um, stick with that. So right now we're going to have your murder statistics for uh, Tupac's Me Against the World. Um, stick with us, and we'll see you in a bit. Peace. These are your murder statistics for Tupac's Me Against the World. Me Against the World is the third studio album by American rapper Tupac, released on March 14th, 1995 by Jive and Interscope Records. Drawing lyrical inspiration from his impending prison sentence, troubles with the police and poverty, the album is described as being Tupac's most introspective album. Released while Tupac was in prison, the album made an immediate impact on the charts, debuting at number one on the US Billboard 200. It had three singles, Dear Mama, released February 21st, 1995, So Many Tears, released June 13, 1995, and Temptations, released August 29th, 1995. In 1996, at the 38th Grammy Awards, Me Against the World was nominated for Best Rap Album, and the single Dear Mama was nominated for Best Rap Solo Performance. In 2008, the National Association of Recording Merchandisers, in conjunction with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, recognised Me Against the World as one of the most influential and popular albums, ranking it at number 170 on the list of 200 other albums by artists of various musical genres. The album debuted at number one spot on Billboard 200 chart and stayed there for four weeks straight, selling 240,000 copies in its first week and became certified double platinum by the end of the year. Likewise, it also debuted at number one on the top R&B and hip-hop albums chart, thus giving Tupac the first number one album on both R&B and pop charts. 
Whilst Shakur was in prison, the album overtook Bruce Springsteen's greatest hits as the best-selling album in the United States, a feat which he took pride in. Shakur became the first artist to have a number one album while serving a prison sentence. It achieved multi-platinum status and has sold over 3.5 million copies in the United States as of 2011. Those are your murder statistics for Me Against the World by Tupac. Peace! Okay, so they were your murder stats. We, we're just picking through the bones of that and just like finding out how crazy. Um, I think one that we're all like just thinking is mad is the fact that he's the first artist to have a number one while serving a prison sentence. Um, yeah. That is nuts and an amazing achievement. It says the first. So are there other artists? And if they are, who do we reckon they are? Good shout. Who's been in prison? Well, since then. Though. Yeah, because if he was the yeah, first yeah, one, yeah, it yeah, makes it sound then. like there were others, right? Old dirty bastard ever, man. I don't think he sold that many records. Snoop? Snoop? No, he didn't go, did he? He He's in court. Yeah, of course, yeah. There'll be. I'll tell There's you what. There'll be outside, that outside genres. Outside yeah. Genres. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Like rock and roll stars are like smash up the hotel and then yeah. they're like selling loads of records. That what's his name? Six Nine. Easy, easy yeah, yeah. at the minute. Yeah, yeah. And he's done loads Has of records. He done it? Yeah. Because he his album was released recently. Yeah. yeah. Up, didn't he? yeah. Combo, so maybe maybe it's him. Um, any any other amazing stats in there? I mean, obviously the, the numbers. The Springsteen thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So that was Springsteen's like. Is that over a period of time? Is that when? Was that at the same time? Did. So, so that basically, year, that, that album, that yeah, I mean, so, album for that year. yeah, so it's that album overtook Bruce Springsteen's greatest hits as best-selling album in the United States. So I imagine oh, it must have been in that in that in time that, period, yeah. Yeah. which is still amazing. Which is pretty good going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seems like Bruce Springsteen's like all American icon. <laughs> yeah. It just shows you like how at that time period, like hip hop was starting to show the dominance that we now like now uh, hip hop is like considered like mainstream music. It's mm. not really considered a subgenre. It is the that prevailing was an amazing music. feat at that time. Whereas now it's. Standard. It's yeah. unbelievable. It would be like now a country artist outselling, like say, like yeah, we'd look at it the same yeah thing. it'd be like a, a pope, like a folk country artist in the UK outselling like Drake. You'd be like that is that is madness um, and a crazy feat. And also just like the numbers, like how much, you know, how many records he sold, like three three and a half million albums just in the states alone. So yeah, worldwide, no, that's a lot. It's a lot of cash. Amazing. And that, that's physical sales. Like nowadays, yeah. like we all hear the numbers, like Drake's done. Two million, two hundred million downloads. It's like, but that's like we can all just click on a button. It's yeah, not yeah, going yeah. out and physically purchasing Purchasing a copy. Like the actual record. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. it comes out to, of their way to go to the shop. Buy, yeah, yeah. You know, when it comes to that, yeah, when um, we used to have like number ones in the UK that were on at number one for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like your Whitney Houston's and your Robson and Jerome's and all them ones there, yeah? yeah. When you know Mysterious Girl, Peter Andre number one yeah, for like 12 yeah. weeks. Yeah. That, yeah. Means, yeah. 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 that means that week on week, people are still going out. Yeah. At them times, they were going to the record shops week on week and buying that more than anything else. And there's just more people week on week doing it. Mm. I know, can you imagine? Like, think about that. Week on week. <laughs> think about that. Like, it's mental, like... Um, what was it? Wet, wet, wet. I'm Wishing right. well. Wish, yeah, that yeah. was like mm. ten weeks. <laughs> it's so unbelievable. It's like you're saying, like more people each week going out and God. buying it, God. physically Haven't buying you heard it. Heard it enough. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. Well, then back the, then, the eight week play buyers, radio, people yeah. that buy it on the eighth week. Yeah. yeah. Surely you've heard it 355 times this yeah. week on Chilton <laughs> FM. Like, chill out. Yeah, and if you could but, record the amount of plays as well. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. But I guess like mum doing the, you know, the house chores. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. 
playing then, it like over and over again like 50 it. times turn the shit oh, off and then what would happen is like <laughs> it would be on all year like so it would be on all radio stations and you'd get the single and people would have it in their car on repeat and then it'd get to Christmas and like now 12 would come out and it'd be number one track and they'd be like oh yeah, man yeah, yeah, seriously yeah, yeah. do one <laughs> what's the, what was the number man. one at Christmas Damn. this Christmas sausage rolls oh, oh, are you joking yeah. me <laughs> yeah, that means that people are buying that or streaming it. Or... Yeah, it's a different world, man. But you know what? Number one used to mean something. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't now because it's not really about. Since like... Rage Against the Machine, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah Since what? what, what who was it? Off uh, X Factor was supposed yeah. to be number one, yeah. and then everyone just bought Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I just think like <laughs> music in general, like pe- number ones aren't just aren't that important. People aren't bothered because you can. You can be like a very successful artist and not be in the charts. No one know who you are. You can just tour and have a have a set fan base that en- that engages with you. It's what your level, your your idea of success is. Yeah, Do totally. you want to have the accolade of a number one? Are you not bothered? Are you happy just living the life you want to live, your best life, and yeah. doing what you want to do? And yeah, living through that. Yeah. 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 Also, it's not necessarily like a mark of actual ability and talent. Like for example, Stevie Wonder only had one UK number one. That's mental. Right? So S Club Seven S Club Seven had more UK number ones than Stevie Wonder. And steps. That makes a good point. And steps and name and A one and all these shit bands. So it's all like relative about like music and and that's why I was like a bit cautious of the numbers. But um you know the fact that this album always gets put into these lists of like great albums and great mm. pieces of work, and and like, I did it like me and Gaz both a bit of research for the album because we're not particularly au fait with it like off bat. So I was like this week I was like I'm going to listen to it quite a lot before we come in, mm. and like to be honest it's just like it's so refreshing one to just listen to albums like mm. in their entirety how they're mm. intended because I'm very guilty of like building playlists and like yeah. flicking between, and also just just how fucking good it is like. Every track, like the first ten tracks, I'm just thinking to myself, well, there'll be one here that I just don't get on with. I like getting ten tracks into it and just going, this is fucking amazing. Like mm. I'm re- like almost having a new found enjoyment of like him as an artist and mm. this particular. At no point is your mind sidetracked or you veer off yeah. or engaged with that whole album. Fully, song, and song. it like it really to me just shows like how important and we've lost it a little bit. Like how important like the artistry of like building an album, album is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but when, Coos, when did you first come across them? Because obviously it's a personal favourite of yours. So. Uh, right, um, guys brought it in from to school. Seriously? Some guys brought it in school the cover of it, and um, like sometimes I'd I'd heard of Tupac, but not I didn't know much of his music, or yeah. any, if or if any, yeah, yeah. Um, are we talking them times? That's like year nine. Okay. Yeah, year nine. So I'm like thirteen, fourteen. And I haven't really heard much of it. But I see the cover in it, and it's like, at first, it's some dude with like glasses on. <laughs> yeah, because he's like leaning yeah. up against the wall, yeah, and he's like, yeah, too yeah. cool for school thinking, what, What's this going to be about? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I Judging the book straight away by yeah, his cover. Yeah, I'll cover it because I, <laughs> yeah. I hadn't heard it before. Yeah. But, well, I don't know if it's, it's not the last track, second to last track on that album is, is Fuck the World. Yeah. yeah, second to last, isn't it? And um, you can't put like that picture and that song yeah, together yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you can't judge a book by its cover because that cover doesn't say that there's a song that it sounds like that like the world and it's, it's, it's like... yeah that's that's true I think that's a good point actually I never really thought about the cover because when they're like so iconic, you don't really think of it. You just get used to going, oh, well, that's just a classic mm-hmm. album. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. guess when it like first come out, especially if you're like 13 and like hip hop at that time, so a lot of gangster rap yeah, around the yeah. New York like scene yeah. is like pretty hard. And you've got this guy who's like looks like an intellectual kind yeah. of like leaning yeah, up yeah, against yeah. the wall. You know? So it took, to be honest, I think it took me a while to hear the album 
from that point. I didn't listen to it straight away. Um, and uh, obviously heard tracks off it though, Temptations. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's an obvious one. Heard tracks off it because they showed, they showed it to me, innit? Um, but yeah, man, I just heard it from there, man. Just liked it. Yeah, yeah straight away. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the days like when like an album would come out and your mate would bring it round and you just sit and listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, fucking yeah, miss yeah. them days. Like, yeah, yeah. Biscuit albums, all of them, man. Like, anything, <laughs> like, everything. new album would just come out by an artist. Come out. <laughs> like, amazing. <laughs> and, like, people just going, oh, you got to hear this, like, you got to hear this. Yeah. And just, like, because it was, a lot of these albums, like, before we even had cars, so you'd just go around and, like, just listen to it in someone's house. And then when it was, like, the point when people started driving, it was, like, just cruising around with one album on. Yeah. Just listen to the whole thing. Yeah. 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 No, word for word, yeah. beat for beat. Yeah, it's just fucking no, sick. Like, yeah. that's now yeah. it's like, you, oh, you heard this, like, no. And there's, like, a million artists out there, cause it's, which is good in some ways, because it's, like, a lot more options and you can listen to loads of stuff. But also, it's a little bit, like, it gets lost a lot of it. Cause I was it's about like, to yeah, say it's saturated market, but it's not saturated because it's expression, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's, it's everyone's yeah. point of view and their version of events or how they want to portray a certain scenario or themselves or personality, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, there is a hell of a lot out there. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, I don't, I don't want to shut it off and be like, oh, well, no, actually, like there should be some sort of judging panel decides who we get to listen to because that's what it was before. <laughs> yeah. DJs like held the, the key, basically, and there were probably a lot of good artists that didn't get through. Like Jay-Z couldn't get a record deal. Like he went to every single record label and they didn't give him a record deal. Mm-hmm. So a lot of artists that were probably maybe the same talent level or near to Jay-Z probably had the same problem and didn't bother going, right, well, we need to set up our own. It's the bother in here. Right? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. now, you can fucking record on your like We're doing this podcast like on a phone. We can smash it up and it's on the internet, on Spotify. People can listen to it. Please download and listen to it. Please do. And, <laughs> but like, artists can do the same thing and like that should be encouraged. It just seems like we lose a little bit of the quality sometimes at the top end. And I think artists, especially the ones that are in a position where they could release good music choose to just go well let's just release stuff we know can sell yeah you've made Definitely you've made your fortune please just make good music because that's all we want to hear yeah at the end of the day, isn't it? <laughs> totally um okay so uh you mentioned a couple of the tracks already but um what what are the favorite tracks or standout tracks from this album boys guys uh so many tears for me yeah um love it and obviously dear mama um i think yeah. what, what was up from the murder, murder stats it was saying that it was the dear the, mama one yeah, it, would, it won. Did it win the most? Yeah, it was, it was nominated for a Grammy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best rap single. That's it. Best rap album and single. So the album was nominated, and that single, Dear Mum, was also yeah. nominated. And it was it was that that sort of brought my attention to the album generally. You know that yeah. that track, and then listening to the whole album, going fucking hell, yeah, this is an absolute masterpiece. Um, but for me personally, so many tears, just because I love the, I love the sound from the from the track and the samples that have been used. I think it's just just yeah. Just yeah. a masterpiece in itself. Yeah, definitely. Those two tracks are just like fucking Stand immense. Yeah. Um, uh, any others, Puds? Any others? Me, it would be, be um, Dear Mama out of that yeah. whole album. Man, I love my mum, innit? Yeah. I love her. <laughs> I've even played that song to my mum. I said, Mum, take away all the stuff that's not relevant to me. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, just the chorus. Yeah. And yeah. I, she played it. I played it to her. And yeah, yeah she understood the message. I love that track, man. Mate, that, yeah, that yeah, track yeah. is... Quite, is amazing isn't it like yeah, yeah. it really I think as well like it it really stands out in that album like it it does blend well but it's also like quite a landmark record where you're like fucking hell this is an artist like at the peak of his like power and like making describes something. everything that he went through and the, the, what that woman put him through yeah and he still goes into that booth and shells love yeah. and puts on a track he kind of, on he a kind of. and I, I love that I love yeah. it I do. do do you think he kind of like um set a set a, a tone or a bar for how people should be with their mums yes 
very much so. Yeah. No matter what. Irrespective no matter yeah, what. Sure. Yeah. My mum's treating me like shit, so yeah. I'm going to treat her like shit. That no, attitude, I, I think that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's your mum. She brought yeah. you into this world, and yeah. my God, she can take you out. Yeah. Like, just... in, unless she buys you a llama snow globe, in which case, <laughs> <laughs> do, do what you like. Start digging a hole, mate. Start <laughs> now. Shocker. Absolute <laughs> shocking present. Um, no, but seriously, though, you're right. Like, I think, I think what, he's, what he's saying is not that you're the perfect mum. He's saying, actually, despite all the problems that you've gone through, the whole record is like, I'm trying to understand why that's happened and appreciating the fact that and she's And the line that he life. says there that I think is fundamental to the whole track is, there's no way I can pay you back, but my plan is to show you that I understand. You are appreciated. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah, after yeah. all the shit, like, I can't ever, there's not a pound note in my pocket that can repay everything you've ever done mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. But I just want to let you know, I know, innit? Like, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, innit? Yeah, yeah mate. Spot on. That's, that's yeah, call it. Yeah, mate. But would, would, like, given what Coop said earlier about, you know, the crossover album, like, would Dear Mama have appeared on those last couple of albums yes. that he did? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably, because it... Cause, you there's, know. A, there's, another, there's another kind of version of that kind of song on on one of those albums, and that's... Um, come on, what is it? It's the one where he's kind of, like, talk to women. Um, keep your head up. I'll yeah. keep your head so that's up, yeah, like, of course. That's yeah, like true, a Dear Mama kind yeah, of yeah, track, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's still um, touching on something conscious and showing his softer side and how much he appreciates women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it got exploited that. a little bit, though, man, mm. that side of him. By because of the little sentence Kim. that he had. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, yeah, right, right. Little Kim, um, she's got a line where she says... Uh, it's funny how niggas come a certain way talking about bear drama. Yeah. As soon as you whoop their ass, they're talking dear mama. <laughs> yeah. But I think he uses two of his songs, like yeah, yeah. a hard track that he's yeah. got, and then a and then That's a soft clever. track. And she uses that. In a, was that? Maybe she was talking about him. Yeah. Or just saying this in is what sense. people do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Was that okay. before Big was? Dead or not? Because I think it was before, man. I think it was. Bad. Well, then that oh, means that we know who wrote that lyric. I don't know. Bro. We know who wrote Did that you lyric. Write this? <laughs> all I'm saying is that's if, if you picture Big saying that line. Yeah. That's all yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, Message. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. that's bars. Um, favorite tracks from you, Coop? Oh, uh, bro, if you know what, yeah. Um, I'm, I was just looking at the track list now, yeah, and I love like a lot of the tracks. Um. So Many Tears is the one that stands out. It's a standout yeah, track. And it's me. a very good standout yeah. track. Um, obviously, like like I say, I like all of them, yeah? But um, Lord Knows stood out yeah. as a standout track for me as well. I think the, the beat on that just within... It's just a really... It's a good beat to go with what he, how he's coming across, isn't it? But one... Do you know one track that I got stuck on for a while? Um, Can You Get Away? Because at that time, there was a... There was a particular chick in it that okay, I was yeah. in that kind of situation. All right, oh, she had someone, and I was like, "Yo, you know what? You should, you should be." Right, yeah, me. <laughs> and I used to listen to that track and be like, "Shit, man, this is exactly like, this is a scenario." Yeah, this yeah. is a scenario. So that that's stuck with me for a while, isn't it, man? But um, if I'm gonna go for my best, my favorite track, I'm a bit of an energy person, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm, it's not always about the deepness for me. I like sometimes just energy of songs and the message that it's putting across. Yeah. So, fuck the world for me. Yeah. It's a fucking... It's a tune. Because he's just being personal and I think I like that a lot about artists when people are like kind of um, telling you about themselves. Yeah. Like, 
in the most unapologetic way yeah. possible. The rawest form. Yeah. 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 Take me so, alive. So I like that, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Like the, the warts and all approach is yeah. like... Yes, and it's kind of dealing with what's going on with him at that particular time in the press, in the media, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he says, who you call him? Rapist, yeah? And the, the mean, reason that line means so much is, is because even the crime that he, they are saying that he's committed is not rape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even rape. Yeah. But then people are calling it that. Yeah. And there's that. And then there's the, the, the same question is saying, why are you saying that about me? Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. I, I think you that I mean? the, whole, the whole album, the whole like, concept of like, me against the world thing is that, it's like you said, like, he was coming out with a very like, conscious like, style mm-hmm. in his career. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think that he felt like uh, he was getting a lot of bad and negative energy attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a bit like this was kind of the first step in his response to be like, actually, it's me against the world and the whole, like, fuck the world. And yep. the, these yep. kind of responses coming from a place of, it's all this fucking shit happened to me and people now are still trying to chime in. Like, I'm going to prison to serve, like, this thing for this jumped-up charge mm-hmm. and I'm now getting called a rapist. That's not even what they're mm-hmm. charging me with. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so I think he, he this is the first kind of time where it, it, it snaps from, like, these are the things going on and these are the people I know to, this is actually happening to me now yeah. and I'm, I'm in this yeah. shit. And like it's, it's no gender against me, kind of exactly. Thing. So he was probably feeling like it was me against the world, which yeah. I think which I think's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, on a deeper, sorry, just on a deeper level, there was like, just gonna go out there left field for a sec, Illuminati and stuff. Yeah? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. And they say me against the world, yeah. And some people say Tupac died because he knew some shit, message, whatever, yeah. yeah? And he did talk a lot in interviews, like we know there's higher levels, etc., etc. He was exposing or getting to a point. Do you reckon? that again was a, a point that he was trying to break a message out yeah against the world or is that not part because I'm trying to gauge the years what yeah. year did this come out 94 right okay so it's yeah <clears throat> so it's before all that I suppose but but I think it's, it's a fair I'm saying? yeah no it's yeah. a fair point because like any any artist in hip hop that's like conscious not even in the music but just like outside of it and starts talking about that stuff bad things happen to them like ODB is not known as being someone who's particularly switched on, right? But if you hear him outside of his music talk about the world and how he perceives the world, yeah. the guy was very clued up in the sort of shit that's going on in terms of like government government monitoring people and mm. putting stuff in play to make the people say, "Oh, we need to be monitored more because you need to protect us." And yeah. then him saying, "Well, you're using that against people." Mm-hmm. And he was also like kind of quite switched on in terms of the whole like race agenda in American politics how it's designed to divide people and yeah. all the rhetoric in the media and politics in America is designed to keep black and white people fucking at each other's throats the whole time mm-hmm. and he was actually quite uh, ahead of his time in saying like there's a there's a famous um, sample of him where he's like at a show and he's basically saying there's a lot of people out here trying to make black go against white we can't let it happen because we're already out here having a good time okay. and like and, and it's like um you know, he's he's basically saying like there's this whole agenda to try and force black and white people to go against each other. Don't fall for it, right? Right. And if you look at what's happening in American politics right now, it is the most fucking divisive it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So and he ended up fucking dying, and there's a lot of other people who end up dying when they say shit they shouldn't say. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe there is something in that. I don't know. No. Yeah, it's interesting. It's pretty deep, though, isn't it? I mean, because you've got a platform and you speak to the number. Just look at the numbers. Look at the people he's talking to. Yeah, yeah man. Populations of countries. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're scared of the power that yeah. people can. If they want, if the yeah. people wanted to, they could fucking overthrow shit. Obviously. Oh, mate, of course. But, but that's that's always the worry, isn't it? They yeah. don't like revolutionaries. Deep. Um, okay, we're going to take a real quick break, and then we are going to get into. A, 
we've gone from one extreme to other. We're going from the deepness of this to just a light little pop quiz on two packs. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get stuck into this quiz. And then we're going to get into a little bit more about the album. And then we got some listener questions. So stay with us. Peace. Um, welcome back to Notorious P.I.D. We're going to do a little bonus episode with the Shed Boys about the biggest conspiracies in hip-hop, so we'll get into that later. But um, we're going to jump into a little quiz now. This is a, a very generic two-pack quiz. I imagine you boys will know most of the answers to these part questions, so it shouldn't be too difficult. We'll start with a nice easy one, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the three options, and then I'll go round to you and ask you for your answers, and then I'll reveal the answers, right? So, I'll just copy what he's in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just, just copy Coops, you should be I'm all right. Um, so, all right. The, fir- the first one's an easy one, I think everyone knows this. Question one, which famous actress did Tupac attend high school with? A, Jada Pinkett, B, Jennifer Love Hewitt, C, Tia Maori. Yeah, right, so, Vice P, I'll go to you first, mate. What are you saying? It's Jennifer Love. Will Smith's face in my head when I said Jennifer Love You as well. Mad. We'll save that for the hip hop uh, conspiracies. <laughs> Jennifer Love You and Will Smith illicit affair. Now that that's not real, so don't sue me, please. Um, Gaz. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Jada Pinkett. Yeah, so Coops, I think you can Pinkett certify this. Pinkett. Yeah, so it's Jada Pinkett. Pinkett. Well done. How pissed off are you being Will Smith though? But she's always out like once a year on the anniversary of death, crying her eyes out and like going, Oh, this was the letter he wrote to me. Oh, like, can you imagine like Yeah, be Will Smith, that would... guy don't swear in any of his raps. Yeah. Tries to... <laughs> 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 not... Yeah, hard. And also, he's got some sick tunes. Uh, I quite like his music. Um, okay, uh, how many albums did Tupac release with Death Row before he died? A, one. B, two. C, three. Let's go to Coops first. Uh, two. I think two yes. as well. Whoa, 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 whoa. I think two. You said before he died. Let me re- repeat the question. How many albums did Tupac release with Death Row before he died? I'm going to say two. Two? Yeah, yeah, go on, Cooch. Okay. The answer is one. Oh, there he is. Now, that's That's why... Yeah, here's a little bit (laughs) cheeky, right? Because... Can you name the album that he released before he died? Before he died, um, the Don Illuminati... Well, before he died, All Eyes On Me. Correct. All Eyes On Me. Yeah, so he basically uh, just did that one album and then died. So, what was the name of the album released on death row two months after his death? A, Are You Still Down? B, until the end of time. C, the Don Caluminati seven day theory. Let's go, Gaz first. Um, Caluminati one. Coops? Yeah, Caluminati. I third that one. Yeah, so that is the trick bit of the question because that was released, yeah, literally like two months after his death yeah. on death row, but he was dead, so that doesn't count in my little question. So, so was that, um, was that, was that what, how many months after? Two months after his death. Could it have been around like. Is this another conspiracy? (laughs) Maybe seven weeks. Maybe he met. Maybe he met Aaliyah, and then yeah. Uh, So basically, uh, question four: Tupac was dating the daughter of which famous record producer when he was killed? A. Jimmy Iovine. B. Quincy Jones. C. Burt Bacharach. Vibes P. Lay it on me. Quincy. Coops. Quincy. Yeah. Be. It's a pretty straightforward quiz, actually. I made it too easy tonight, really. <laughs> Backfired. Uh, yeah, it was Quincy Jones. What's her name? Sheila, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, no, no her sister. Her name was Kadada. Kadada, that's yeah. it. Sheila's a sister who's also really fit. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you yeah. want to be a misogynist like me. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get back in. <laughs> let's get back into Me Against the World. So, um, 
What you said about the production on this album, we, when me and Gaz were uh, driving over here, we were listening to it, and we both kind of looked at each other like maybe four or five tracks in, and we were like, this is a lot more like boom bappy like than I remembered. Like I always think of Tupac as like proper, like the kind of ingrained in the West Coast West style. Coast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But actually, like in, there are still moments where you have got like the little kind of West Coast whistles and stuff like that in the tracks. Yeah. But there's a lot of tracks that are very boom bap like kind of classic hip hop sound that I kind of forget that he's got that in his locker. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what do you boys think about the production? Fires P, I know you're, you're mad about that. Well, with regards to this album, I can safely say that I don't know much about who's produced yeah. the tracks, or if it's one particular producer or a number of different ones, but there's a consistent sound with it. For me, it's completely West Coast. It's the, the production is, mm-hmm. for me, sonically the same it's, in, it's, in, in his music. Mm. Do, you know what I'm, do you know what I'm saying? Well, obviously, like, with the times, the music changes, yeah. but there's always that essence and the same sound. Yeah. And that's all I can say, really. I can't really labour too much on it because I'll just be gassing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot cleaner in sound than his first two albums. So but that's the when I say cleaner, yeah, the yeah. studio levels are yeah. then raised. <laughs> and then also as well, from that point, I think um, maybe Chronics come out by that point and that changed sound a lot yeah. of, okay. of hip-hop because it made it a cleaner, polished sound. And that was a lot more cleaner and polished than his other two albums. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, definitely, like... Yeah, but there's a lot more time gone into it production-wise. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think it's, um, yeah, production-wise, it sounds amazing. There's a few, like, interesting samples on there we were listening to when the guys there was mm. that mini yeah, ripping sample. Yeah, um, and a few other bits and bobs on there. There's um, a Zap and Roger sample on there, Computer Zap Love. Roger, Computer yeah. Love. On yeah. Temptations, yeah, yeah, it's the yeah, same, yeah, same awesome. chorus on there. Is that cool, Modi, the producer? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, again, like, there's there are some like, East Coast influences in terms mm. of production on there as well, which is interesting. Right. Remember the video for that? I don't. Yeah, the Temptations. He was in jail, isn't it? Ah, okay. So a lot of hip hop artists and personalities in like um, in like that kind of uh, circle did the video for him, innit? Ah, sick. So Salt and Pepper in it. Pretty sure TLC is in it, or one of them from TLC is in it. Um, and yeah, they're just different artists, mm-hmm. and they're going through this either a block of flats or a hotel. Okay. And they just keep opening the doors, and there's different people in there doing different things and shit. That's like, it. I haven't yeah. seen the video. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, same. I've never seen it. Um, that's cool, man. Okay, uh, it's a very broad question, difficult to answer. Um, we we spoke, um, me and Gaz, on on our last episode. It was just the two of us, and we were talking about like the difference between your personal top five rappers and who are considered the top five rappers, right? Mm-hmm. It's a different thing. It's a bit like saying, like, what are the best movies and what are your favourites? Like, yeah, your favourites yeah. don't necessarily have to be the best, right? And it's the same thing. So we were kind of talking about, like, the top five. And I, and I said, like, in terms of... They're not my favourite, but I'd say, like, the, the Mount Rushmore of, like, rappers would have to be, like, Tupac, Biggie, Nas, Jay-Z and Eminem. So if oh, you yeah, if you incorporate very, record sales, yeah. uh, classic albums, talent, influence, yeah, do they cut through cultural like like barriers like? So we were saying that. So I'm assuming you guys kind of agree that Tupac would be in the top like echelons of hip hop. Um, but what do you think his like his impact on kind of hip hop has been? Because he did a lot it in was, a very short it, space of time. At that, at that time, just after he died, it was massive because everyone wanted to be the next one yeah after him yeah. there was room for that as well because he was only 24 but there were gaps filled yeah that yeah weren't there before so one one that springs to mind was dmx so when dmx came out a lot of people were comparing him 
Interesting. The Tupac. There was even, I don't know if you heard it, but there was even people saying, like, it's him. On the roof. I heard people say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But because he had the energy that he had, yeah, 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 was okay. really, like, different to anything that was out at that time, innit? Yeah. So everyone was just, like, guessed off, off of DMX for real, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's going to be the next one. He's the next guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird how Should people forget that. that DMX was, like, at one point in time, was the number one figure in like hip hop, certainly on the East Coast. He yeah, was like fighters. fucking yeah, yeah. massive, yeah, and everyone yeah, was like, "He's gonna, he's gonna up, be it." Some of the stuff he was saying, man, in the same calendar year, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he brought out uh, "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot" during yeah. the summer, mm-hmm. and then just before Christmas, he dropped uh, that blood. That cover, man. He's unreal, just covered in blood, standing there with his hands out. It's fucking savage. And he's got a song on there called Pac Man. And it doesn't help that they both like got a shaved head. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, it's him. And goatees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so okay, so we, I think we can all agree, like Tupac is would always be at least in the conversation when we're talking about the very best. But mm-hmm. um, me and Gaz did this last week, like our personal favorite top five rappers. Um, I'm just interested to kind of get your like get your kind of view on who your top five rappers would be. Um, I asked this, I think, to you guys people before um, about like your top five, and you included MCs in the list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you can you can give us a an, another list if you want, or um, Coops. I, I need I need to hear yours. No, no, you can you like, can rappers, open it up. Rappers, rappers, yeah, yeah. yeah. rappers. Not, right, right, okay, rappers, so right. like obviously in the UK, we we tend to refer to like rappers as MCs rather than rappers. So we'll include that under the same thing. So you can you can have you yeah, get Wiley's like, Kane. I'm, I'm gonna because like. My first kind of love of uh, hip hop come from like the American side of things. I mean, I've got a top British MCs thing, but yeah. just because we were talking about Tupac and stuff, in it, so yeah, I'm gonna yeah. kind of go. Yeah, do do the U- do the US thing then. Let's let's um, make that the rule. That's, that's so I would. Um, I'm not gonna give it in any order, but I'd include Mystical. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, Shout. I'd include Tupac. Um, Jay Z, yeah. Uh, boy, um, I have to say Big L, man. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah. L. Yeah. Big L as, as an MC, really like Big L as an MC, man. Yeah. Um, and as a as a rapper, put stuff together. Um, and then like KRS One, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. The teacher. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. well interestingly yeah. enough, me, me and Guys both had Big L in our personal okay, okay. personal yeah, fives. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, like just uh, if you're talking about what a rapper should be, mm. Big L is the perfect example of that. So like he can make records, so like MVP for example, he can make records like talking about stuff. Mm. But if you just want someone to come in a room, put on a beat, and let's see who's better, mm. he's all about that life. He will fucking savage any. Your favourite MC will get fucking savage by Big L. <laughs> and let's not play around. Yeah. Hip hip hop is uh, a genre that is built on confrontation. It's built on the yes. idea of like challenges ego. and yeah. ego and all the rest. Mm. So for me, it's like, yeah, I like rappers who are nice and have got a nice flow. Like like LL could battle, and LL was a good, nice rapper, right? But but Big L in a room against anyone you want to name, yeah. he will yeah. savage them off. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's why for me, like he'll always be in my top five because I think. This is why I was saying about the list doesn't necessarily have to be who's done the most sales or sold the most records because yeah. that's not necessarily a mark of skill, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting to you put Mystical in there. Yeah. Uh, the reason Good shout. though is um, is 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 it's off the strength of like maybe two albums that he dropped. Yeah. Um, 
before Shake Mass. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So before that. Yeah. Um, he had Unpredictable. Yeah. And then he had an album after that. Um, might have been called uh, Get a Fabulous or something like that. Um, but like lyrically, man. Yeah. And his energy and how he puts his bars yeah. together. Yeah, it's wicked, man. I almost... Do you know what? When I said mystical, because he was no limit then, yeah, yeah. and they were very flashy and all them things there, but he just had lyrical ability, yeah. man, that was just beyond anyone from that area. Like, yeah. lyrical. Almost including Silk the Shocker, man. Serious? Because I got... I, from being with being on the mystical thing, yeah. I started listening to him as well. And at first, I didn't like him because I thought his flow was weird, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then, after a while, I got used to that flow, innit? and I listened to it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but well, yeah. definitely mystical, man. That's the thing that's interesting, and Mr. Kel's a good example of that. Mm. Like, someone who, like, just tried something a little bit different, and his, his mm. flow and cadence stuff stood out quite a lot. So recognisable. So recognisable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we stayed in line with... Yeah. With the yeah, genre yeah. itself. Mm. Man. Yeah. And, like, I know, like... It's like James, James Brown. <laughs> James Brown of <laughs> rap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had that, like, yeah, like... But he was like, <laughs> but in a weird way, it was like he was like proper, like, um, like, like he had that southern draw and he had that like that interesting style that shouldn't really work with the slick productions of Neptune's. Mm. But when he did go like mm. in his third album, when he did go that way, he really fucking blew up. Like mm. he was massive. Mm. Like, mm. like shake your ass, danger. Yeah. Like they were yeah. everywhere. Well, they I can were imagine fucking artists like that, right? He's, he's done two decent albums that have done well um, with his fan base. Yeah. Know? And and maybe those two albums have helped increase his fan base as well because he's on No Limit, that's helped as well. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you can see yeah. that he's got, he knows probably in himself that he's got commercial um, potential, yeah? So then there's other people watching as well. I'm not the only person that listens to Mystical. Maybe Pharrell's watching from afar and he's, he's looking at that situation. Yeah. He's going, oh, he's heavy, he's heavy. So when they finally link up, he's like, you've got Mystical going in the studio and saying, bruv, Right, you're sick of what you're you're doing, and I've got what I've got. Yeah, tell me what I've got to do. Yeah, tell me what I've got to tell do to, to, yeah. to get to that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. worldwide domination kind yeah. of thing. And he did do it, man. And he went jail. <laughs> yeah, committed a rape. See you later. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for coming. But he's because he's from is he Louisiana? Something like that. Because yeah. it's a life sentence there. That's why he was just literally went away forever. Yeah. Yeah, rape there is yeah life sentence. I think he he was supposed to do twenty five. But yeah, so he was supposed to do twenty five. Yeah. And then he he did like fifteen years, like ten years or something. Like a lot of his sentence. He come with a string of hits after. I say hits though. But they they even have releases when he come out. Did he not? He had one. He had one fairly recently, but off, yeah. I think nothing blew up though. Yeah, nothing really like. Yeah, took it's him over no here. It's maybe. No limit. Really? Yeah, man. He signed it. Not no limit. Sorry, cash money. Because obviously them two back in the day they were comp- competition, yeah. competitive, and then. He was on no limit, but now when he come out of jail, he signed. I saw he signed to Cash Money. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, okay, so just um, just diving back into um, Me Against the World, what do you think has been that album's impact on hip hop as a whole? Because we mentioned before, Coops, you were talking about how it was a yeah, kind of change up for Tupac. Yeah, and everyone wanted to be him, and it, and it really kind of it's cemented time. him. You know where he flows. There he goes. Yeah. So all that that he does that a lot in there, and I reckon a lot of people. Um, Kind of copied that yeah because that was one of the things I was going to say to you it's one of the things that I like and I noticed about particularly on this album but him generally mm. is penitentiary misery 
penitentiary, misery, yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. be free. Yeah. Like, and it starts to become yeah. like a, an ongoing theme in his music, which in one way is good because then it becomes like recognizable. This is yeah, like his like flow him, and his, yeah. his style. Um, but at the same time, like you, you hear a lot of criticism, which is like it kind of uses the same rhymes to mm. to kind of repeat things in in different context yeah. which I guess all rappers do but his is so recognisable but I kind of see that as a positive in a way and it's like you said it's something that has just been copied by loads of people so you kind of set a trend yeah, by it. he mastered the craft of that yeah, yeah totally he's the one that did that and <laughs> out of everything you have a craft that's been mastered and people take from that and influence and, and do you know what I'm saying mm, so yeah. he like the influence that this album had on hip hop as a I can only say it was a massive it's a huge impact on yeah. the previous two mm. if not more because it was his third like and you're always le- levelling up the bar aren't you yeah. every release do you guys listen to Master P a little bit I'm not I'm not massive on yeah, so um, he did that no, he no. copied that tongue thing he did all that yeah Yeah. Um, appearance wise influence Ja Rule yeah yeah shout yeah it's fair yeah, yeah shout um, anyone who wore their bandana yeah, with the little knot at the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the top. Anyone that done that in, in hip hop, essentially, was cutting Tupac. Yeah. Mm. Although fair. Tupac probably took that from somewhere else to, to make that your look. And other people thing. to then yeah. kind of copy that. Yeah. There's a lot of things, like, with, with like particularly big artists that, that become, like, they blow up into the mainstream. It's mm. not necessarily that they invented it, mm. but it's like they, like, popularised it and, like, yeah, brought like it into. Like Jackson Moonwalk. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing like in the UK, like with Wiley. I think Wiley was the first person I ever heard who used the same word as their punchline. So it'd be like, um, I like going out, blah blah blah, car, go blah, 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 car, 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 car. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like now, fucking everyone does that flow, and everyone uses that same rhyme. Because because you know, it was Wiley yeah, showed yeah, yeah. how like, oh, my lyrics are not too on point because I have to use the same word. I'm you like, think Wiley is Wiley the first person to do that? That's that the first the person I ever heard do you it. Heard certainly that. made yeah, made it much big. So. That made in it. grime, it was all about those hooks. You no, go actually, back in the day, you'd say, huh? Back in the day, that side of grime was the bit that. Made me stay away from it, bro. The repetitive. At first, yeah. 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 Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard wow. him. I heard yeah. him do that on Lord of the Mics when it was Wiley versus Kano. Kano, yeah. And he Wait, kept man. using that repetitive thing. So like, in my mind, it's quite clever because mm. first time I heard it, I agreed. I was like, this at is first, shit because you're first, just okay, okay, you're yeah. just you're just using like it's not that's not how you do it. You're yeah. supposed to come up with lines that rhyme with each other. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought about it, and I listened to it, I thought actually what he's done is like flip it on his head. So rather than you have something different in the, the main bit and then the word at the end is what you're rhyming with. Mm-hmm. Every line is different. It's just mm-hmm. the last word is rhyming mm-hmm. with itself. Yeah. So it's just a completely different rhyme scheme. Yeah. It's, it's, still, it's still legitimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not repeating a line. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just creating a rhyme scheme with the same word rhyming, mm-hmm. but you're using it in different contexts in every line. Yeah. That's actually really fucking smart and quite very, hard to very, do. Very, very clever, man. And so, Wiley, I think, kind of was the first person... Well, Gaz introduced me to Lord of the Mics, and when we first heard it, you, I was like, well, Kano's a fucking smash. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, and Gaz was like, are you always. joking? Like, but we were hearing different things. But it's from the raves, though, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. it was like hooks from yeah. the raves. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, that's, and that yeah. was what come, become yeah. recognisable yeah. with yeah. grime artists. It was like, okay, yeah, I know who that is, who's on the mic. Yeah, Because it was such chaos beyond the decks, like, you can't really, like, see who it is, and, like, Dizzy's picked the mic up, and then you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Wiley's picked the mic up. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's true. Um, and so even I on that, that's where it's from. And even on that same DVD, like Getz was there, and I can't remember who he's battling at the time, but he's like, it's just, it's just like, <clears> pop, 
might have been bashy. He's yeah, just yeah. popping off lyrics, and then out of nowhere, it's just that ah, brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't rhyme with oh, anything thing. else, and yeah, everyone yeah. just and fucking just goes mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? That's that. I think like Grime, Grime needs a like a, a a podcast to talk about like all these little details. Yeah, about it. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 it needs to be celebrated in that way because. Those those things there, that's that's deep in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you're celebrating not just what that person's saying, but the manner in which he's saying it. Like, cause you take pauses. That's a that's a long pause. When you say mm. oh, brush your teeth or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like brave. That's designed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're singing a song. You know, you got you ups and downs and all yeah. that type of things. Like, I just think that's sick. Because he's throwing his own sick. bar back at him because yeah, it's that yeah. I'll crack your skull yeah. look, yeah? And he's yeah. just like, I'll brush your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Which he's taking it something so like trivial and just fucking mugged him off. <laughs> um, but I, don't, don't nick this because I, I want to do this, but I want to do a series of podcasts with grime artists um, called The Land Before Grime. And it's like basically talking to them about their influences and then like some stories about early grime and that, yeah. how they got into it and all that. So yeah, watch this space because I, I want to do something like Because I think you're right, like there's as much culture around grime in the oh, UK as there yeah, is about yeah. hip hop in the For States. Sure. It's just that. And classic albums as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And we, we celebrate it, um, American hip hop, more than we do our own like music forms. And we shouldn't do that. We should try and do push you it forward. Listen? Can I ask you a question? Do mm. you listen to UK rap? Uh, yeah. I, like, I'm not. I'm not massive on loads of artists. I'm no. quite selective with right, who I okay. listen to. I really like Kojay Radical. Okay. I think he's like really, really talented. Um, then there's a lot of like. I think there's two kind of forms. There's like traditional hip hop made by UK artists like Dirty Dyke and High Focus and all those yeah, boys yeah. and like Kalashnikov and Jest and all those, which I think are amazing. And then there's this, this kind of new sound, which is kind of born out of what was grime and is now this kind of like crossover mm. between like. You like US trap and drill into yeah, what yeah, the UK yeah. are doing, and I think we're we're now doing better than the UK uh, than the US are doing. Yeah, so but much so the I US are so looking at the UK yeah, totally. and taking lead from. You know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I do, I do hear that. Yeah, but I still think that they're still too proud to. Oh, of course, oh, mate, of course. and all obvious, and or to just start jumping on man's things because there are UK artists uh, producers. Working over there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There is. There's, there's one guy. I forgot his Very name, man. He's over in like, LA. Um, I forgot his name. If I remember it, I'll tell you. But he's a UK guy. Don't and he's, do a lot over. Can nah, I don't know, bro. Canada, I think. Because okay. the UK and Canada, obviously, there's yeah, a yeah. link there as yeah, well, yeah. man. That's a, especially with like the, the whole Drake connection now as well. With, he's like, been, he's done a lot for that crossover. And do you know what? I've given that guy a lot of shit about like generally about his music yeah. um, but I can't deny his, his love and promotion of the UK mm. and what, what he's done for the scene because I, I think he's validated the UK massively mm. in, in the world market and he's like giving it reference yeah. I, hear, I hear that he's yeah but there, there's still a fight there's still a fight back there's still he's a kickback they're not, I think they're always he's giving yeah, they're always is, it, is it because is it the thing that they are that, 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 they think they are big brothers of that, yeah. this kind of music yes yeah? so they can never really give us the props that we but yeah, I, I, I think that there's a lot of UK artists that you, you put them on American beats, they will eat American rappers. You put them yeah, same artists agreed. in the States on UK and they wouldn't they won't be able to live. They just can't deal with I think our artists are a lot more malleable in terms Versatile. of like yeah, they can do grime, they can do trap, they can do drill mm. and they sit really nicely on all some of those. Of them, some of them can do it in power. Yeah, right. So yeah. I think we got we got a lot to offer in the UK and I, I think that we, we would smash up the States these days. Um okay look, I just want to go back into this Tupac thing. <laughs> Let's just say uh Tupac is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um 
you can have one producer to produce his album, and you can have one feature that you would like to see on the album. So I'll give you a little bit of thinking time. So I, I, I personally would like to, um, I would like to hear uh, Tupac just do something classic. So I wouldn't want to deviate too much by putting like too many new producers in the mix. So I would, I would just put him back with Dre. Keep it simple. Um, but in terms of features, I would like to hear him now with the best rapper who's currently out there. So I would like to hear him with J. Cole. And I would like them to do like a very introspective view of hip hop and almost do it like a what what it was to what it's become and it's almost like the old man talking to the young head and they're arguing their cases. So okay. it's like a conversation, a bit like Joyner Lucas, you know, that like I am racist one. Where it's like two but but you're using the both both parts and like Cole's like defending the modern era and Pac's like and then they come to a kind of point where they Get some respect. Yeah, Produced by Drake. That's yeah, what I would yeah. like to hear. That's like to hear, man. Um, who who's, thinks I've got something to add? Who's ready? Do something different, like in the sense of two pack with Jay Diller, because I like Jay Diller's beats. Yeah, oh my gosh, all pack. Yeah, and then I'll have him with Slick Rick, man. Boom. <laughs> Done. Slick Rick, try two pack and Slick Rick. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that is a clash of styles, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's gonna work. Isn't it? it's gonna work. <laughs> yeah. What's it? What's the art story? That album, that Slick Rick album. The yeah, art, story, art storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> what's the one? Um, adults only. Nah, the old, yeah, adults only. <laughs> <laughs> or the um, the one where he's talking about the Egyptian. Oh yeah, yeah, the story. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Stories um, for days. Coops. I I would go out there a little bit and I'd get Kanye to produce that. Oh, <laughs> seven tracks Ooh, of two yeah. parts. Seven. What say? Seven. seven? <laughs> Whoa, like fourteen. <laughs> no, but, but Kanye, Kanye was, it's all the seven, Kanye, seven no, tracks. No, last album, every track was seven. Yeah. It was like Kid Cudi, his own album. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So two imagine, seven. But imagine those two right. egos though in the studio. Oh, man. Kanye. Fuck. Yeah, but the, I'd pay the to watch musical <laughs> brilliantness. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh my god, yeah. Wow, wow. Next one. Feature. The feature would be his nemesis. Other than Biggie, it would be Jay Z. Oh damn! I could see the that. The fact yeah. that I, I, I like the Jay Z Nas thing, you know, I like yeah. the fact that they're spinning spin tracks together now. Yeah. Uh, and the track that the first track that they did together was sick. Yeah. I think Tupac and Jay Z now at this age, I think that would be a sick combination because he's getting more conscious. Jay Z is now. Yeah. And you know, I know they were beefing or whatever, but. As a grown man, you gotta put shit like that aside. Yeah, yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to hear them two together. Yeah, first shout, Gaz. Um, it's not easy. You, you ask the two best people in the room, really. First off, mate, to be honest, um, I'd I'd go no ID. Oh, interesting. I reckon no oh, ID um, because of his sampling ability. Okay. Um, so I'll go no ID. Um, yeah. In terms of um, features, features, I'd go. Biggie. <laughs> that's a good Biggie. Yeah. Because that would have been, if I didn't Jay Z, it would have been Biggie. Yeah. But because yeah. of Jay Z's way he is now. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And it's yeah. like, because they had that relationship as well. Mm. And, you know, I just think it could be really interesting. It's like they're coming back. To yeah, that would be quite cool. Be you heard the track that they did do together? No, no, no I haven't, to be right, fair. So well, yeah, probably. But running. I can't. Running, yeah. running. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I had that on vinyl, man. We used to be at there. Where'd you go? Wow. I don't know but um, yeah, man, I had it because I didn't used to try not to play it that much. I put it on the wall, innit? 
keep a secret, keep and a secret. fucking fell. There it is. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Look at that. So we're now looking at running Tupac and Notorious B.I.G. with a fuck-off cracking. Tragic. But but what you should do with it, right? It's kind of symbolic in a way. Exactly. You should put it in like a glass frame with the with the bits open and then just have it like so it's like Yeah, exactly. Pretty pretty cool. That's a good idea. Cool. Right, well, we asked the audience for some um questions. So um they start off very Tupac related and the album related and they they transcend into a fucking horror show <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get stuck into these listener questions <laughs> okay so we, we've uh, just been prepping some of these questions to get ahead around some of the sick shit you freaks have been sending into us <laughs> my head's still not round yeah <laughs> so we'll start with the normal ones first um, this is a question from I am Riri on Instagram <laughs> pick one thing you would beat most people at if it was you against the world yeah, so it's like one skill set that you think you could beat most people at in the world if it was you against the world. Kept the theme there, which I like. It's quite good. Um, Gaz, mate, what are you going for? I'd love to say mixing garage music, but bang, but it's just, that's not true. So yeah, but if I'm you think right, about but... most of the world, like there's like kids in China don't even know what garage is. True. So they won't be that able to mix true. it, mate. That is true. So you probably it's probably onto something there, because even if it was say the whole of the UK are better than you, which they're not, that's only like what is it, sixty million out of six billion? Oh, true. And like. So you probably do all right with that, I reckon. And also, like, you've got to bear in mind when you're thinking about all these skills. I just don't back myself that much, mate. I mean, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, Instead, I'm going to say cleaning trainers. I reckon I'm I'm fucking brilliant at cleaning trainers. I mean, your crepes are fresh, boy. They're they're not, though. I mean, that's the thing. They could do with... They look brand new. They could do with a really good clean, to be fair. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to say cleaning trainers. That's a good one. Coops? Oh man, um, I think uh, the subject of um, <laughs> record rec- certain record labels. Okay, yeah. Uh, Death Row, No Limit, uh, Def Jam between the years of. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like Master Two thousand and four. Yeah. yeah. My man's right, if, if anyone asks me <laughs> any questions about those those kind of uh, art, um, musicians. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so essentially, you, you're saying you'd be uh, you beat most people in the world in at uh, mastermind on those yeah. subjects. Yeah, that's that's. that's good I shout. think that's a great shout to be fair. Because we got members. <laughs> we're talking about the whole world. So there's like whole countries that don't <laughs> have a fuck. They can't even speak English. So if you just went English, you'd win a lot of things. Is that what you're gonna say? Oh mate, I've done it. Because <laughs> I was gonna say. All right. All right. Well, I was gonna say wanking. <laughs> and I'll tell you why what? I'll tell you why right, think about it half the population are women so they can't do it so I won automatically uh, some of them call it that some of them call it the Look same at... thing man alright exactly. right, to ejaculate semen out of my penis because <laughs> <laughs> right. it's your penis you want me to go there Coops I'm going there right. so half of them are women Yeah. there's a yeah. big percentage of old boys who can't get it up anymore there's a huge amount of babies who can't do it so you're already in the upper echelons of the percentages of people that can and do it right? as well, Boom. to be specific if it's, you, if it's, if it's specifically your team exactly <laughs> no, who's Gonna do it more than you. Exactly. Wow. To you. Certainly not. <laughs> certainly not my missus, if you're listening. Offers, offers <laughs> the, what, the offers out there. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, okay. Want to try and beat me at this? <laughs> okay. Well, that, that was a good question. So we'll, we'll keep it rolling. Um, okay. So Tupac's still alive. He's heard Drake make a diss track about him. What happens next? Fucking war. I don't even think. Is he going lyrical? What's he doing? Drake's even going. He, he acknowledges it, man. 
just just pies it just goes yeah. who the fuck's Drake yeah. <laughs> well, what's that famous meme like um, it's like it's a picture of Drake like dissing like uh, rappers and then there's just a picture I think it's ODB and it's just like what's a Drake but Tupac's so hot headed though there's no yeah. way yeah, he's letting true. that go I think he's running up on him at the next awards show yeah, and just fucking bash him around crush him up that happened quite a bit yeah, back man. then didn't, didn't that happen award show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Award show. Soul Train Awards and all that shit yeah, yeah. Ah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, yeah. There will be some other. physical beef. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, violence. There's a forum online somewhere, yeah, where there's a, an insider that tells stories about things that happened in hip hop. Is that a Crooks, Crooks Corner? Is it that? Oh, I don't know. I'll find it. Yeah. it but it's, it tells you about certain fights between certain artists. So, like, um, I think uh, the Death Squad and Mob Deep had a little beef, bit yeah. of, a, of scrap I or something. See. Yeah, it's like this website. I'll show you. But I'm saying, isn't it? There's a lot of shit that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that we don't even. The scenes, yeah, 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 no, yeah, totally. Know about, yeah. Okay, so that question was from uh, JJ, one half of the Orange Soda duo. Big up you, JJ. Um, okay, another question. This is from Escalator Style Three Six. Uh, what's the one rap battle you wish had happened? So I think what he's saying is that there are a lot of beefs, but we don't always necessarily hear like a, a rap battle between those two artists. Um, I think we were talking about on the way here. I'd just love to see it. Like when uh, Renegade came out with Jay Z and, and Eminem, and they were both kind of like mm. at the peak of their powers. They're both like off the back of like um, Black Album and uh, Eminem Show, I think it was. So they were both at the peak of their powers. I'd have loved to see them two just get into it. Because I think there's a lot of like people will say about like Eminem basically fucking bullying Jay Z on that record. Well, I have to say, that was before Black Album. Yes, Blueprint yeah. 2. Yeah. Yeah. Blueprint 1. Blueprint 1. But they, um, yeah. but they were both kind of peaking at that point in time. Yeah. So imagine imagine seeing them two like, actually get into it rather than just being like... Because on that record, they're like competing rather than all at war. Yeah, so yeah. for me, just to see them two at that time like in a proper war would have been fucking crazy. I'd have loved that. The, the general consensus is that Eminem, like you say, bullies... Jay-Z on that track yeah and I think as well like Eminem's one of his biggest influences is Big L and you mm. can hear a lot of it the same influence like he is mm. he is stud- like he's for whatever you think about him I'm not a massive Eminem fan personally but whatever you think about him he is very much a student of hip hop mm. like he studies people and he is obsessed with being the best and he's obsessed with learning and like there is that uh, lyric isn't there like sprinkle a little Big L on top and what do you got yeah? Yeah, yeah, so he's like obsessed with Big L and like, I think his style is quite similar in a lot of ways so I yeah. think that would be a quite a close battle and Jay Z's fucking crazy, like amazing. So them two I think would be that'd be good. Five um, P, what are you saying? Coops? Didn't Ludacris and T I mm. have a little bit of a thing, but they on On tracks. On tracks, people, but they never had songs. a had a full on out and out against well, each other. I'd say Ludacris made a track called um Please stay off the T I P and my dick. Yeah, that was a song. Uh, that, that was a verse on Young Book. Yeah, on Young Book. Yeah, T I was on the verse previous to that. Yeah, and then on a ludicrous album after that, it's, I think the song's called God of War or something like that. Yeah, it's got a sample in it. It's talking about angels. Um, but yeah, that's a track for. Yeah, at least the verse. Because I think Ludacris is a heavy. Yeah, me too. His punchlines are hard. And T I. I just like the way he talks yeah, on the yeah, track. Yeah, yeah. Like the way that he says his words, whatever he says, I'm like, yeah. 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 And I feel like that'd be quite a fair fight as well. I think that'd be, that'd yeah. be sick. Yeah. And it'd yeah, be with... an intellectual, I'm not saying one, but T.I. would come with the direct on and 
Ludacris <laughs> will come with the Joker and yeah. the Splendor yeah, yeah, yeah. punchline yeah. I think do you know what I mean shout yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see yeah, that shout Coops um, I, I was thinking isn't it? Ice Cube and Ice Tea Right. Oh, yeah, okay. The refreshing Have you seen the there's a meme about them two as well? It's not a meme, it's more like just like a, a picture of them uh, as ice cube. And yeah, fucking funny. But them two battling, man, that would be like, oh, I don't know, like ice tea. Be cold, man. If you cold. But yeah, they're, they're not similar in regards to how they came out. Like, mm. so it'll be interesting. Yeah, to man. Let's yeah, yeah. Good chat, guys. Each other. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with one of my rappers from my top five list, Buster. Yeah. Oh. Because he was a great battle rapper. Is a great battle rapper. Um, versus. DMX mentioned oh, that. Oh, shit. It's just shit. a massive clash. Can you imagine that just one big ball of angriness? Also, they went, they went, like, did they go at it? But wasn't that, were, but wasn't that back to back thing? Back in the day, type thing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. But there's a, there's a, there's a Jay Z, there's a Jay Z and DMX, like, behind the scenes. Oh, that's amazing. Which is incredible. Yeah, and there's someone else there, um, I can't remember the name escapes me. Maybe yeah, maybe. Sure. But th- those guys all run in the same kind of same yeah, circles. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of love there. But um, yeah, it'd be nice to see like an official thing where they're like yeah. face up against each other. Just clash the styles. Um, yeah, totally. Okay, ne- next one. Um, nice and simple from uh, Nick Keen on Instagram. Keno, um, who would win the fight, Tupac or Biggie? Nice and simple. Biggie. And I'm assuming mm. he's talking about just like a street fight. Oh, I don't know. Because Biggie's a big think, boy, yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's slow. He's worn out quickly. He's exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and he's Tupac's <laughs> nails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Tupac was a bit wilder, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right, it's like... Yeah. Yeah. We all, we all, yeah. Yeah, just... Yeah. We've seen the video evidence of Tupac dropping guys with a punch. Like, the, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. video of the CCTV fucking nails that guy. Albeit a bit of a sucker punch. Um, but he still fucking yeah, run up on him and just it's does say, him. It's fair to say Biggie's no stranger to, to street fights, though. But I, imag- I imagine Biggie's, like, oh, carrying the strap and yeah. there's a lot of threat there. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say it's more threat there. Can I yeah. just say again at this, just to put it in context again, these guys were only 24 years old. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? I, 24, 25, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... You were 24, 25, and you think back to when you were 24, 25? Yeah. Like, like I'm cu- come on. At the point that Tupac had died, he'd had, like, five platinum albums. He'd been in, like, Grammy-nominated movies. He'd done, like, over five movies. Um, he'd done, like, loads of shit. Between and he was, them. And he was 24. Like, that is fucking crazy. Yeah, it's um, unreal. And it, it is a testament to, like, so much the material yes, recorded the as well. At, like, yeah. what they've done and what they put themselves through yeah, to yeah. get to where they got. Yeah. And what we've missed out on. Yeah, man. Well, you imagine the greatness that he did achieve at that time. Yeah. yeah? Mm-hmm. Was, uh, you know, like, almost prophetic to what he was going to do. Like, yeah. he was going to do even more than that, be even better than that. And... You know, like you know, we always say we were saying earlier about conspiracies and stuff like that, right? So, because he's done so well, because he's doing so well, and because of his personality of wanting to maybe expose things or to bring the truth and all them kind of things out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why life gets quite short. Yeah. Because it, they can see what could happen with this guy. This guy's gonna be massive. Like, look what he's done already. Yeah. Look yeah. all the things he's done. Cool. After. Yeah, I mean, if you watch that that documentary much. about his like murder, there's some suspect shit going on in there in terms of like how they're like covering up for it. So it's a bit fucked. Um, okay, let's. R.O.P. Park. Yeah. Oh, right. Let's keep it moving. Um, 
this is a fucking tough one. Bear in mind, Coops, what you were saying about um, Kanye producing Tupac's future album. Mm. Here's a question. <laughs> Would you keep Tupac alive if it meant Kanye was never born? So essentially, like, you know now how good Kanye's been and what happened. It's an alternate timeline. You go back in time and someone goes, Tupac will stay alive, but it means that Kanye West can never be born. What's the phrase for, like, no question, other than no question? Drop of a hat? Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You'd keep yeah, Tupac I, alive, yeah? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would. I so, mean, I like Kanye. Yeah. I like Kanye. Yeah, I, re- I like. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's not a flippant like yeah. decision. Yeah. It's a case of like when you when he came into the game, he changed the game. And although it's good, I don't necessarily think it was for the better. Yeah, it's a fair one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just like the direction that Tupac was going, yeah. going in, and I th- I'd like to have seen what he could have done rather than what. Has yeah, it's interesting because I always wonder when, like in any like art form, when people die young, they do get this little bit of grace where everyone just like looks at them with rose tinted glasses. Yeah, and I think you can always damage a legacy. You can always like people forget. Like it happens with footballers all the time. Mm. Like I remember Shevchenko was fucking smashing in goals, Tracy Milan. Everyone's like best striker in the world, best striker in the world. Mm. Doesn't work out at Chelsea, mm. and now he's a bit of a joke. Mm. And that is mental to think mm. about that. Yeah. And I think it's the same in music. Like you put mm. out a couple of dud albums, or you do a couple of shit collaborations with the wrong artist, and people don't hold you in the same like light as they could. So I look at it and think like everything happens for a reason. Mm. His legacy is intact. Yeah. He's regarded as like the greatest, certainly in a conversation, the top yeah. two. And Kanye's also produced a body of work and put on a love and a lot of other good artists that I also enjoy. So I look at it the other way and just say like maybe it was meant to be, and what we've got out of it is, is two great artists rather than one. Yeah. So yeah. that's that. Right now for some fucking sick, disgusting shit that you lot of you freaks have sent to us. <laughs> First one, nice and simple, boys. Lick a tramp or eat a worm. How long has he been a tramp for? Right? <laughs> and how dirty is this tramp? Um, I'd just say, right, imagine we go, we're, we're currently recording in Bedford. We just go to Bedford to find a first tramp. So we have no idea how long he's been a tramp for. Just the first guy we come across. Do I have, uh, like, is it just, just... And the lick is a lick, so it's on, just... On body. Like, on his like, flesh. Feet. On his flesh. Feet. Yeah. I'm going to say his face, because everything else... Feet. <laughs> oh, his feet. His <laughs> feet. feet. <laughs> that makes it a lot worse. I don't know, like... No, I think it's got to be like, his face because everything else is usually covered up in it. Right. Yeah. And what's the lick? Like, is it a. It's a lick. Or is it a. It's, I'm going to say it's a, like. It's a five inch lick. Five inch lick. Or. Or, 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 or eat a worm. Well, it's a again, five inch worm. Five inch lick or a five, a five inch worm. That's quite big, isn't it? Yeah, and also, like, they come in different, like, girth oh, levels. It could be a big fat one. Like, oh, I'll, I'll, lick, I'll lick the tramp. Oh. I'll lick the tramp. Coos, what are you saying? Um, I'm taking the worm. I'm putting it, I'm putting it in a fucking. Uh, Blender, no, yeah, <laughs> blender, or, or fry it up in it. Some onions, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> See man. that off. A little yeah. bit of mustard, lovely. Yeah, man, yeah I'm, I'm eating worm because yeah, th- those tramps are out here with like all sorts of hepatitis. I'm no, not, no, I'm no, not getting into that. Hepatitis, man. Yeah, just worms, straight up worm. <laughs> just, yeah, I just, I just have the worm. I'm not about that tramp yeah. life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, licking tramp. Yeah, licking tramp. I just think the ordeal is much is over much faster with the tramp thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Yeah. Instead of putting a massive worm in your mouth and chewing it. Yeah. Who said anything about chewing it? <laughs> just oh, get it straight down. Oh, How are you administering the worm? Choke on it. Yeah. Give it to you raw. Just gonna smash it in, mate. No drama. Just like close your eyes and picture it as like some sort of like 
raw meat and just like mm-hmm. chomp away. Like a nice raw steak. I'm sure a worm is a delicacy in some country somewhere. Totally. Like, oh France, probably. <laughs> oh my god, it's <laughs> Germany. <laughs> oh my god, it's worm, it's so delicious, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, perfect. It makes sense. It makes total sense. Um, okay, here's another delicious one. Paper cut your eyeball or sandpaper your bell end for 20 seconds. Yeah, paper cut your eyeball. Oh, but you could be blind. That's fucking death. Yeah, but you, you, you bell end. Oh. It's, it's got like the. Can you imagine the scab? And the, the, the heel. Oh, no. I don't want the. Mate, the, the I'll put one thing. You can't put pseudocreme in your eye. Yeah, but a paper but you cut. You can put all over your cut. A paper cut that won't hurt your eye. I oh, mate. Pain. No, I don't think. I reckon. I don't like Should anything give it a go? to do with eyes. I don't like know. Eyes yeah. like, no, yeah, no, no, forget yeah. it. I'd, I'd go with B. Yeah. I'd find a way. Yeah. Well, we're talking about a belt sander for 20 seconds. <laughs> yes, no, no. Handheld, right, handheld, covered over the top, and then just polished for 20 seconds, <laughs> which is bad. Like that. Fuck. No comment. Eyeballs. Eyeballs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Basically, yeah. both are fucking horrendous. <laughs> Flip a coin. Neither. Who asked that question? Just don't, just, who asked, <sighs> who was it? I don't that know. That was an anonymous question. Well, and you the made last... it up, didn't you? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Do you know what it is? There's nothing that could prove that you haven't paper cut your eye, but there's something that could prove you haven't done that. Yeah? Done so yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could just say I'll spit a paper across and hope for the best. I, th- I think it, like, in this in this weird world where you've got to do either, <laughs> they, they know that it's happened. So there's no loopholes in that way. Okay, oh, last shit. question. Uh, okay, it's a bit, of a bit of an interesting one. So take time with this one. <laughs> either every time you wank, your best friend has to be in the room watching... Or every time your best mate's wanking, you have to manually clean him up when he's finished. <laughs> so, hey, bruv, you can watch me do my fist, no problem. Yes. Hey, to you, bro. <laughs> I am not cleaning up your yogurt, bruv. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take the best friend being exactly. Because it, they might be able to give you some, you know, so point some advice. decent, decent tips. Mate, some decent some tips. Do you want some sandpaper? They might, point, they might point you in the direction of an interesting video, which you've not like tried. True, before. and ultimately, yeah. I get to spend time with you. So it's, quite, it's quite nice, actually, mate. What you want is a little bit of eyeball slitting and some sandpaper. You'll fucking give me seconds, mate. Say no, no problem at all. Yeah. Um, okay, that is the end, thankfully, of the fucking sick weird shit. Um, so just a quick couple of thank yous thanks everyone for listening really appreciate it um, if you want to follow the account you can follow it on Twitter it's at notorious P underscore O underscore D um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter uh, same handle it's at the real John Bass that's J-O-N-B-A-S-S um, I have a show every Thursday it's a real hip hop show it's nothing but boom bap golden era hip hop uh, it's called Hold You Down it's on uh, www.pulse88.co.uk um, it's also available as a podcast so anywhere you get your podcast just search for Hold You Down and you'll be able to hear that you can also listen back to all my shows and mixes on my Mixcloud if you just search my name John Bass you'll be able to find that um, also spread the news if you like this podcast and you enjoy it and you think there's other people that enjoy hip hop or listening to four grown men talking about sandpaper in their bell end um, then please feel free to um, yeah there are people out there please feel free to uh, leave reviews uh, rate the podcast it does help us uh, track sponsors and grow the audience and that sort of thing so um, please please do that really appreciate it um, 
So just say thanks to the boys, Vice P. Thanks very much for coming back, mate. Have you, you have you found your second time on the show? Enjoy yeah, it? wicked man. I love it. I love what you're doing. So people, yeah, please download it. Please listen. Please engage. These guys want to sound big. Yeah, I love it, John. Cool man. And tell, it, tell, tell us a little bit about your uh, show, radio show. You won last night, weren't you? Um, yeah, yeah. So Interbeats 106.5 FM. You can get it on the TuneIn app. Um, you can download. Uh, via your, your app store Android or Apple um, so um, yeah basically two hours from 8 till 10 every Friday mix of UK stuff split it up sort of every week like one week we might do like an hour of UK stuff UK rap hip hop um, showcase local artists as well um, depending on you know um, what you're doing what projects you've got come into the show have a chat about yeah. projects past, present and future what we can expect from you um, yeah, myself and Coops engage with the people then, and uh, it's a case of playing some dance music, having a good time, and vibing for a couple of hours. Shit, man. So, so 2019, Coops is going to have his show on Interbeats as well. Oh, He's sick. Playing some, so. some decent hip hop and rap tracks. Oh, mate, that's great. A little, little bit of competition for me. So, so <laughs> everyone's going to be listening to your show, Coops. Um, so, um, so, yeah, obviously, you've got the, the show coming up, but also, you boys, um, part of a like production duo, obviously, Shed Beats. Um, you had some, you've been working with James Pike, haven't you? Done some stuff with him. Yeah, and he's like starting to blow up a little bit now, right? Which is pretty pretty interesting because uh, was it down the rabbit hole? Is that the name of his album? That's the album, yeah. Um, because I came across it, I uh, like, just saw it on like a little promo for his album, and I was like, why don't I know this guy? Like, I recognise this name, yeah, and I was like, yeah. you guys did the track that and that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, this guy's really like decent. Like, I really rate him. And then I remember that you guys obviously been working together, so it's really cool. So the whole. Like should beats thing is this growing? Obviously, yeah. you're kind of doing some cool stuff at the minute. So. I mean, it's a like that whole thing, that whole process, and how it become. I mean, it's just a case of doing it, um, talking to people, networking, doing your thing. We had a, when we started Shed Beats, there was a uh, group in mind. I don't know if people heard, but Splurge Boys. Yeah. Um, and we'd have a chat. You know, we'd always listen to the music. They'd always come up, um, and then PAP is like there. Do you say the group? Yeah. Splurge Boys it's, are the act. Splurge Boys are the, are the act, like you say. Yeah. And then, and then you've got PAP, Paper yeah. Airplanes, which are the group, which consists of Snowy Danger, um, Jay Knox, Katie James, James Pike. James Pike. Um, okay, so like, kind of like a collective. And yeah. Splurge Boys. Yeah, that's it. All, so in, all in one group. The track was created here, uh, with Keep It Low and Coops. <laughs> um, and it was a case of, let's just call him up innit we sent it to him social media yo we got a track for you you want to listen to and he engaged with us straight away so big up for that Um, and yeah before we knew it he'd done a video for it he'd done a video for it sent back the video HD quality like 4k um, and then it was put on before the Spotify playlist Um, it's had to date 150,000 streams um, fucking hell, boys! Yeah, man, that is yeah, awesome. it's yeah. big. First yeah, it's collaboration, so yeah, yeah, yeah man. It's a, it's, we have to class it as our first kind of outside production. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the f- one thing that we were talking about to James's Parks's manager the other day is that um, basically uh, we were we were all ready to put it out. We were yeah. going to put it out as Shed Beats. It was going to go out on yeah, our label. Produ- yeah. um, we put the distribution in place, everything, and then. I got a call off his manager and he asked me to like you know like to Take hold it, it back yeah because there's a way of them doing it that that would possibly get a lot more out of it sure. and so yeah we had to actually we held it back for a bit so it would have come out earlier uh, but whether it got the same amount of um, promotion publicity been as successful was another thing yeah. it might have just gone way under the radar because we haven't got any 
the powers of promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only that, that, he had a plan because that track come out a week before his album dropped, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. Two weeks before. Sorry, a month before. A month before his yeah, album yeah, dropped. Yeah, yeah. So there was a plan he built up and he, br- yeah. he released every week up yeah. until his album yeah. singles, yeah. and then bang, dropped the album. So which yeah. is amazing considering like that the, you, the, you're a part of that process and, and see how that's going. That he picked your track to be a part of the thing that he that's wanted to launch his album, man. That's fucking amazing. And yeah, the fact is, it's getting the listens. It's getting. Hopefully that can give you a platform in terms of like new artists you can approach to say, look, we've we've done this track now, yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, good luck to you, man. That's, that's fucking great. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us, boys. Really appreciate it, Gaz. As always, mate. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, it's been enjoyable. It's been really enjoyable, especially sharing knowledge with such music whizzes as well. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, it's, it's been sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks a lot. We're gonna like I said. Yeah, man, it's been sick. <laughs> yeah, um, in the legendary shed. The legendary shed. Well. Finally, um, like I said, we're gonna try and keep the the podcast coming fairly regularly. Um, we're going to get you one main podcast out every month and then we're going to try and throw in a few specials so we, we might do some grime albums for people's favourite sort of grime albums and, and albums that are outside hip hop um, and treat you in the same way but just, just kind of cover some different stuff so um, stick with it and like I said if you've enjoyed it please share the episode and, and get it out there so thanks very much uh, and get ready for the next episode peace